This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you are feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny Rice from Winning with Wellness. So excited to be on this other podcast. And I was laughing. I listened to a few of my podcasts in a row. I say that a lot. So just know that it's genuine and true. I'm thrilled to be here and honored that you guys are listening. Your time is valuable. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. I am so, so excited. Yes, I said it again. I have an amazing guest with us today, and it's Dr. Candace Stanek, and she is absolutely incredible in all things wellness, and I can't wait to dig in with you. Welcome, Dr. Candace. Thank you so much, Jenny. Glad to be here. Ah, so thrilled. Okay, you guys, I want to share a little bit about Dr. Candace so that you know where her grassroots are from and what her passion is, but we're going to dig into it even deeper through questioning. So Dr. Candace believes in the healing power of nature and the body's innate ability to heal. As an out-of-the-box thinker and naturopathic doctor, Dr. Candace strives to provide guidance and tools so you can return to balance and wellness. Don't we all want a little bit of that? Dr. Candace approaches wellness from a physical, emotional, and multidimensional perspective. It is truly a holistic and heart-centered approach. I am thrilled to have you here to dig into this passion of yours. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Candace. Yeah, thank you very much, Jenny. All right, let's get at it. I want to know, people want to know, what does wellness actually mean to you? I mean, this is not only your business, your passion, you went to school for this. Tell me, tell me, what does wellness actually mean to you? Yeah, so wellness is, I really think it's it's really in all areas of our life. Um, so when I say holistic approach, I genuinely mean that. Um, I look for practitioners that I can align with. Um, in all areas. So I might refer someone to a financial advisor, for example, if that's an area of stress, um, absolutely referring to other practitioners um, for physical wellness. So chiropractors, massage therapists, etc. cetera. Um, so wellness to me really is touching all those areas. So physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and all the areas, career, relationship, um, passion, spirituality, etc. that family that goes all, all in that. So really that holistic because wellness is at the center of everything we do plain and simple. Um, we don't have our wellness. Nothing else is going to kind of flow. When we forget sometimes that our health and wellness is our other than time is our most valuable asset and our Mm -hmm. most important commodity that we own. And I I'm very curious because we all end up where we are generally in our professions due to some type of personal history or experience. And what have you learned on your wellness journey that you would love to turn back time on and share with your younger self? Oh, that's a good one. Um, Um, I would say for me, I would say it's more in my journey of medicine um, that I would have wanted to start school sooner. 
Okay. Um, so do you have a degree in business? Um, I worked in business for eight years before returning to school. So I think I would have liked to start my program sooner. Um, and to have believed in myself sooner because I had talked myself out of doing the sciences while I was in my undergrad and ended up like really loving the sciences because all of the sciences are prerequisites for naturopathic medicine. So I would have definitely done that stuff sooner. It's so interesting how, you know, I, I share a similar story, different pathways, obviously of my worthiness or self-doubt I allowed it to dictate my, my trajectory, obviously I'm where I'm supposed to be now due to the journey, et cetera. But it's so interesting when we reflect back on, mm-hmm. uh, on those things. So when you think about, about when it, because with being a naturopathic doctor, tell me like, is there, what drew you to that? Because, you know, I mean, there's different pathways you've could have taken. Mm-hmm. What drew you to that? And, and what would draw somebody to that, that maybe lives in a Westernized medical, you know, belief system that has never been to a naturopathic doctor? Yeah. So I would say it was sort of inherent in me. And then it sort of went hidden for a little while, as I mentioned, then came back. But what drew me to it was that I was faced with a career decision. Mm-hmm. Um, either I was going to get a finance or accounting designation, or I wasn't going to get promoted. And I thought, well, I'm, I might not get promoted here, but I will get promoted <laughs> um, either in another company or through my own business, which is what ended up happening. So I ended up going on a very extensive search, I think for, I don't know, six months or something. I looked at all kinds of degrees and came across naturopathic medicine more than once. So I had seen a naturopathic doctor mm-hmm. and she said to me, don't, don't do it. It's way too much work. And I had kind of put it in the background, let it go. And I had come back to it and I read the principles of naturopathic medicine. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm living my life like this. Like, nice. you know, first do no harm, returning to the power of nature for healing. Like all the answers That's are so in nature. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in terms of individuals, you know, maybe concerning naturopathic medicine versus allopathic. So allopathic is your traditional medicine doctor, um, medical doctor. So why they would consider naturopathic medicine, they might not be getting answers that they're looking for. They want an individualized treatment program or plan. They want a doctor that will spend time with them. So naturopathic doctors um, spend about an hour or more on the first visit, identifying the history and then making a treatment plan. So it's not a, definitely not a cookie cutter approach. Definitely not the 10 or 15 minute visit that you might traditionally get. And, um, you know, we have a lot of, lot of training over 800 hours of training in natural modalities. So that really is our expertise, um, as a profession, Mm -hmm. um, of naturopathic doctors. So there's many, many, many things that we can, um, you know, look at as far as treatment modalities are concerned. I love it. And I encourage everybody that's even thinking or listening Mm -hmm. right now that has thought about going to see a naturopathic doctor. I I have a full team of people that support me. And I love that you were sharing that you, you know, like you refer to different doctors, you, you know, you connect and I love my allopathic doctor, but Mm -hmm. she again is overwhelmed and inundated in her own field. She doesn't have the time or the resources to spend with me and be proactive with my healthcare. Mm -hmm. So her and I are like that last minute situation where things are not well, and I need it dealt with right away. I might've broken a limb (laughs) or that kind of thing. That's who I go see. 
but my naturopathic doctor, and I really wish Dr. Candace lived in my neighborhood because I would go see you as well. I think you're amazing at what you do. She, um, yeah, we spend the time and I love that you address that. That's so important. It's getting to the root cause and, Mm -hmm. and looking at it as a, as a way to be proactive and, and also, you know, digging in because many times our ailments come from, from other sources. It's not the obvious, like when my jaw is, Mm -hmm. is sore, there's nothing to do with my jaw. It's the stress in my body that comes through the clenching that I do. (laughs) Uh Right. It's not like my jaw stopped working. (laughs) You know, I'm doing the things that I shouldn't be doing. So I love and um, appreciate the value that your field really gives an individual, which is amazing. And I'm going to, I'm just going to point this out for anybody that's listening. And you guys, I know you're listening from all over the world. Double check what your coverage is. You never know what kind of medical coverage you might have. I know I here in Canada get coverage to, to actually see, you know, doctors like Dr. Candace. So I encourage you guys to look and see what your coverage is. Don't limit don't limit yourselves if, if you might have resources for that, which is amazing. So I would love to know what, when you started this journey and you, you know, I think it's so interesting that someone's like, don't do it. It's hard. I love that. (laughs) What the heck talk about like, (laughs) thank goodness you didn't listen. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. 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 So thank you for stepping into the obviously uncomfortable pathway of working really hard. (laughs) You know, we need more people like you out there. When, when you think about what do you find you end up prescribing or what would you say are some of the top issues that you're seeing right now that you're helping people through? Yeah. So um, I guess the most prevalent that sort of shifted in the past year would be stress. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is really in every area. Um, So whether it's with um, family, friends, workplace, et cetera. Second to that, um, and this hasn't really changed, but it is definitely there is infections. I I treat a lot of infections um, because I find it's so interesting. We spent a lot of time in school studying infections, how they present, where they come from, et cetera etiology is what they call that. And um, I can tell you, oh man, they don't show up the way that we learned in the textbook. I mean, they do sometimes, but many times they don't. Um, And I've been investigating, um, you know, different presentations of infections, particularly viruses and bacteria, because they're just not showing up the way that they would present, or they're showing up in the body in different locations than they're supposed to be. Interesting. So, yeah, <laughs> which, That's, yeah, you know, so it, for example, like last week I had an individual that had, um, ear itching ears, um, and there's certain bacteria that's normal for the ear. And when I was working with her, we discovered that she had bacteria in her ear that was more predominantly supposed to be in the abdomen. Interesting. And so it's like, well, how does that happen? Well, that's because the body is connected in different ways and things travel around the body and show up in places are not supposed to be. So interesting. Yeah. (laughs) And okay. So, oh my gosh, I I honestly, I could spend hours asking you questions when, when you think about, 
so let's, let's revert back to the stress point that you said you've seen a highlight in that. And again, I'm, I'm asking this question and I, anybody that's listening, this is not to replace a visit with a doctor. This is not to replace, you know, you don't get to hold Dr. Candace accountable because she's sharing stuff on the podcast, <laughs> but I, right. Like we need that's to right. make that clear, right? You actually have to see advice. her, but I would be curious if you're open to sharing, like maybe your top three tips for people right now that are experiencing high levels of stress to help them kind of move through that with grace or transition into a little more place of calm. Is there anything yeah. you could share yes. that would be okay? Yes. Um, so can. what I'm going to say is align yourself with like-minded people mm-hmm. because they will have your back and you will have their back. Um, the other thing is to limit social media. And I'm very well aware, trust me, Um, that many of us go to social media for information or to follow certain people um, because we like their content, et cetera, but be very cognizant of what information you're looking at, because there's a lot of information um, out there that's confusing to the public. Mm -hmm. And that frankly, um, you know, should be investigated further or have a perhaps medical conversation to really identify what's going on. And then thirdly, I would say in general, ensure that you're taking nutrients. So basic nutrients, multivitamin, B complex. Those would be kind of my top, top ones. There's many, many other ones, but not stress related. They're other related. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I love it. And actually, you know, those are really three viable, like viable, viable points, because we are what we eat. We are what we consume and we are who we spend our time with. And really it's all about what we allow to absorb in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the people we spend our time with influence our thoughts and, and Mm -hmm. who we are and who we strive to be, what we watch, read, see, absorb, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a Mm -hmm. form of consumption as well. And then of course, our food intake, if we're not fueling our bodies, how does it heal? How does it manage high levels of stress? So that is some sound advice, Dr. Candace. Thank you so much. (laughs) When, when we think about it's something I love to, to really bounce into. And I share on this podcast quite often is the reason I did this podcast was, you know, I was raised believing and, and not that it was like the solid belief, but it was just this awareness that you were either, you know, healthy, and I'm air quoting healthy, or you were sick. We never talked about that gray area of where we lived. And and in that gray area, most of us are not living our best life. And it's the gray area when I say it's time to redefine your wellness, you know, that, you know, we're always either moving towards health, or away from health, one or the mm-hmm. other. So when you think about redefining wellness and, and what I just shared, what pops to mind for you? <clears throat> I think the first, first thing that pops to mind is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, this goes to every area of your life. Like how does a person feel when they eat a certain food? Um, so I spent a few months sort of observing you know, does the food actually taste good? And most of the time, frankly, it doesn't, it doesn't taste good. Or I'm eating this food because there was some memory from the past about my family having waffles, for example, 
Um, but the waffles, unless they're like buttered and have syrup on them actually don't taste great. So why am I eating it? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one thing around food, but even just, um, self-awareness around your emotions, how do you feel at home? And how do you feel when you go in the public? How do you feel after you talk to certain people or, you know, consume certain things as Jenny had mentioned, um, that self-awareness is such a critical piece of, of the wellness picture, because, if we don't have that self-awareness, we can't actually assess if we're well, because what we think is well, isn't if they, if you were to sit in front of a naturopathic doctor, for example, or other practitioners, you might identify that you're actually not well. It's like, Oh, I've been operating at this sub optimum level that I thought was well, that really isn't well. It's my 60% instead of my hundred percent. Like, what else is possible if I actually felt well, if my mood felt well, if my body felt well. So I think that yes. self-awareness piece is huge. And I think it doesn't get enough emphasis in terms of how someone's doing. I totally agree. Holy smokes. You're, like, <laughs> you're so speaking to me right now. It's like crazy. So I want to flip the table because we're, we're, I can't believe how fast the time is going. <laughs> so is there a question before we, you know, transition to the end of our call? Is there a trend? Is there a question you're wishing I would ask so that the viewers knew? Am I missing something you'd love to make sure that we share? Um, hmm. no I'm, pressure. I'm going to go into <laughs> no pressure at all. I'm going to, um, yes. What, what is the difference between a medical doctor, a naturopathic doctor, and a naturopath, because there are differences. That's a good one. Okay. That's my question. Go. Okay. (laughs) So a medical doctor, um, their program, and you can look this up, but I have done a comparison between um, Stanford University and um, Bastyr University, where I was trained. Um, The science and clinical training is the same if you compare hours. So I have just as many hours in science training and clinical training as medical doctors, where there's a huge difference between a allopathic doctor and a naturopathic doctors The naturopathic doctors have over 800 hours in natural therapies and modalities. So nutrition, counseling, physical medicine, herbal medicine, and homeopathy, plus whatever other curriculum extracurricular activities we have participated in, which could be a lot. Um, say I've met you. I'm sure there's lots (laughs) on that list. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, we're also trained in pharmacy. A lot of people don't realize that we are trained in pharmaceutical medicine as well and imaging and blood work. So it really is all those things, but the our ability to order those things is dependent upon the province of which we're living because we have a certain scope of practice. Now, in terms of a naturopath, this is a layman's term, um, but it does not necessarily include a naturopathic doctor. There are some people who use the term naturopath who are not medically trained. And so if I hear that, can you repeat that again? So there are some individuals in Canada, probably the U.S. as well, that use the term naturopath who are not medically trained. That's kind of terrifying. I hope everybody heard that. <laughs> so be clear. Okay. And keep going. So Sorry, if you are wondering if the person you're speaking to is medically trained, they will be listed on their state or provincial 
um, association website, you can always um, confirm their credentials and their license. A naturopathic doctor will have a license on their invoice that they're using for billing purposes. A naturopath won't. That's so good that, to know. That's huge. It's, it's, it's huge. And it's nothing against other practitioners. I know they're doing very good work in their area of um, interest or specialty, but it's misleading to the public. Um, and so I feel it's important for individuals to know when they're looking for practitioners that they're working with. Yeah. And again, like you're saying, Dr. Candace, and I appreciate that you honor that. It doesn't mean that the work isn't valuable and that you should stop seeing who you're seeing. It's just being conscious of, of what you're, what you're stepping into so that you're, you know, what you're purchasing, you know, the support that you're getting. So I love that you share that. And I had no idea. So that's really great. See, <laughs> this is what this podcast is all about is shedding the light on the things. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, learned a couple new things today. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much for being here. We're going to make sure that your contact information is in the chat. And I do know that you had um, a workshop that you're creating and curating and we're going to make sure that uh, you share the link with me so that I can put that into the show notes so that if people are interested in stepping into that uh, workshop with you, can you give like a 30 second what it's about the workshop? Yep. So I have um, basically it sums it up by reclaiming your energy. It'll be a six to eight week program. There is um, myself will be present in the program. Uh like in person. <laughs> and then we'll also be some curated content online um, to consume plus a bunch of PDFs and a individual group that people can access. Love it. And I love that you share that it's you. It's so interesting. There are a lot of, of workshops nowadays that people aren't live. So that is an important piece. So thanks for mm -hmm. sharing that. Yeah. Dr. Candice, it has been a thrill and an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for not listening to the, the other physician who told you it was hard and for <laughs> stepping in. We need more, we need more of you out there. So thank you mm -hmm. so much for doing the hard work <laughs> and, and My making pleasure. it happen. My pleasure. <laughs> And those of you that are listening, thank you so much for being here again. So much gratitude. You can actually find Dr. Candace if for some reason you lose the show notes. She is a beautiful member of our community at Your Holistic Earth. You can find her there as well as don't forget you guys, ignite the wellness warrior in you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.